Okay. We're Hello. So, we're so excited. Welcome to our podcast, Golfing Optional, where you can golf if you'd like, or if you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. Can I ask you a really honest question? What? Do not lie to me. What? Is the makeup you have on your eyes the same makeup from when I did your makeup two days ago? No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I put on... So the reason why she probably is asking that is because <laughs> even when I came to get my makeup done by Michelle Money the other day, which happened because my son got married. Such a beautiful ceremony. Thank such you. a beautiful day. Michelle Congratulations. so pretty. Thank you. I, I, I honestly have not... I'm not even kidding you. As a mom of four kids, like an entrepreneur... I have not felt pretty for a really long time. I'm I'm dead serious. Which is so funny to think about. I know it's just a funny thing because I'm like, you're so beautiful. This you're is so, so nice. weird. Well, this is so strange. It's so funny because like I guess like yeah, we see ourselves sometimes different than what other people see, and I yeah. think that like and so Michelle does my money, you got or <laughs> Michelle does my makeup. Kid you not, nailed it. Like everyone's like Jen, you look so pretty. I'm like, oh. Well, what did what did she do? She had like magic. No, I did one thing, which by the way, know. we vlogged the whole yeah. <laughs> situation. Yeah. Um, it's coming out soon. So yeah, that, that YouTube video should be yeah. up momentarily. Right. But I took her to get a spray tan. It's not <laughs> rocket science. Like I'm I'm mortified that you don't know the secret sauce. At how old are you? Forty one. Forty two. Forty two, and you don't realize like you just <laughs> anytime you're feeling down in the dumps, you get a spray tan, dude. I have to tell you that <clears throat> that is like Michelle's like go to. I'm like, God, I feel better. I I look better, and wow, my teeth are whiter. And she's yeah. like, Let me tell you, spray tans do wonders. No, it's true. I just never literally have time to go unless I probably could implement it into my schedule. Yeah, but and that's what we're here to talk about is balancing our lives as mothers, and not only just mothers, but mothers who have working jobs outside the home because inside the home is full-time job no matter what but really you're having two or three jobs like you know and so how do we find that balance so as I'm sitting here telling you I don't have time well the thing is is if we figure out how to make the time instead of saying I don't have time then I I can do it I can implement that it's really just about what you choose to put your time what like it's just a choice it is a choice it's like and here's the deal I totally respect the fact that like you're in a position in life where you're like, okay, I could choose to go get a spray tan or I could like take my dog for a walk. Yeah. And you're like, I would rather take my dog for a walk. Right. So I think that there's something really beautiful about that. Yeah. Um, because I used to get a spray tan like once a week. Wow. And now I don't do it very often. Yeah. But um, every time I do, I'm like, why am I not doing this more? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, we literally vlogged the whole thing. So it's coming out with the videos being edited, but it's literally Michelle taking me to get a spray tan for the first time. I just, as she said, it hasn't been a fr- first priority. And so I had never done it. And my son was getting, he got married last Saturday and she's like, first things first, we're getting you a spray tan. I'm like, I was nervous. So she's like, work, I'm coming and I'm going to vlog the whole thing. So we, she literally breaks it down. She went into the room with me 
And like we're close, you know, and we have trust circle there, yeah. as business partners. No, I'm just kidding. But she really helped me understand, um, you know, what the process is. But yeah, there's little tricks that you need to know if you're going to do it. Yeah. And I, sh- I break all of that down. So look for that video on our YouTube channel for all, um, because it will be coming out. But that being said, I will say that, let me tell you what happened when I got a spray tan. Number one, people asked me. Like, what did you do to your face? Number two. <laughs> like, what, in a bad way? No, like, in a good way. Mm. Like, did you whiten your teeth? Number three. Um, did you get a nose job? Number that, four. Literally, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. The w- teeth whitening, the nose job, What something's different about you. Oh, my gosh. You look so beautiful. Yeah. All from a spray tan. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, and also, Michelle did do my makeup, and it, she nailed it. She nailed it. You looked gorgeous. Thank you. That was. But I, I will. I refuse to take credit for something that belongs to Mystic Spray Tan. <laughs> <laughs> that just is where that belongs. That credit. Yeah, that was crazy. So along those lines, of course, we're talking about. You know, there's so many moms out there, and there's so many moms who work um, outside of the home, on top of the home. Because I really want to recognize like the moms who actually their full-time job is taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I want you to understand that that is a full freaking yeah. job and it's exhausting. And so some of these tips will be for you as well, because it's really about finding that Zen and that balance. And I think whether you are a working mom outside the home or not, you still need to find that balance. Yeah. It's very important. I love that you're bringing like, so what you're saying is I've never heard you say it this way, but I love it. So you're saying like stay at home mom is still a job. Yes. So you're, you're not like, putting people in categories of a stay-at-home mom versus a working mom. Yeah. What you're saying is y'all are working moms, whether Mm -hmm. you just are home or not. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, and I think too, like the title can get a little distracting, but because everyone's like, well, I'm still a mom, but like, how do we find balance? Because you are still working. I mean, honestly, because I remember the days when, um, you know, when I was, I started young, I started at age 19, but from like age 19 to like, 20, I want to say uh, 24, I think is when I, and then I didn't work. And Mm -hmm. so, wow, like figuring out a schedule within that time with the, the two little ones, the three little ones, excuse me, like that was really hard. Yeah. You know? So I think whether, you know, you're feeling the pressure to like find a little bit more you time or find more quality time within all of your time. I think mm-hmm. this is the podcast for you. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So Michelle and I made a little list of what helps us. Yeah. So, and Michelle, you can tell well, your background. I like, mean, yeah, my situation is like, it It feels different because I only have one child, which I have still- to say, like, I truly believe that was all God knew I could handle. No. <laughs> He's Stop like, listen. It. No, Whatever. I I had Brielle when I was um, 24, mm-hmm. and I, after like, you know, my six to eight weeks, you know, after having her, I went back to work, and I was working at the salon, oh, cool. and doing hair is like the best job as a mom. You can, you can make your own schedule, you, it, yeah. you know, and so I realized there's a lot of like luxuries that I have, like most people have like a nine to five, right. and they can't like, you know book out a few hours and go home and nurse their child where I was able to do that. So, um, so yeah, I have always worked. I've always 
had a job, I've always had to bring in income. And, um, you know, so I've, I've had a really interesting relationship with like being a single mom where mm-hmm. 50% of the time my daughter has been with her dad, especially as a child. Um, so, and let me just say, there's something very sad about that, but there's also something like really helpful around it. Mm-hmm. Knowing that like, like legally my child has to be with her dad for 50% of the week. So that is when I can can really dive into my work. Yeah, it's so true. And so, and I hate it, and I'd rather just like have never, sure. you know, but in the same breath, there, there, that, it, that has helped me have balance That's because great. I'm able to, again, with just one child, like I get, I've been able to like rely, and, and he's a great dad too. Yeah. And I, again, a lot of people don't have great, yeah. you know, baby yeah. daddies or, yeah. you know. Yep. So anyway, I have had my own little, you know, journey with, with, um, finding balance and all of it. But, um, you know, Braille's 17 now and Mm -hmm. she kind of like gets to just do her own thing. She can drive. And once they start driving, it's like your whole world opens up. Yeah. It's a miracle. Really? Like I literally remember like the first time she drove out of the driveway in Mm -hmm. her car Mm -hmm. where I did not drive her to school. I like, I, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. This is so sad. And then I like, I said goodbye and then I, sh- I shut the door and I walked in my house and I was like, hell yes, oh. I am free. Like mm-hmm. it is the craziest feeling because you're like, mm-hmm. wait, I don't have to drive. I'm not responsible for driving, picking up like carpool, nothing. Oh, that and carpool so scheduling. It's, it's interesting level. how it evolves and then you're yeah. sad. And then I found myself like really missing our car time. It's yeah. the whole thing. It's is basically weird. a roller coaster. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. I really think parenthood is a roller coaster all for those facts. Yeah. It's just like you're excited, but you're you're sad because there is this identity, mostly when you have, you know, been this mom for so long mm-hmm. and then they start growing up and they, one by one, whether they're getting their own cup now with milk in it or whether, you know, they're getting <laughs> so in the true. car and driving to school. Yeah. It's like, it's such a weird, like girls are always like, Oh, I can't wait till they like learn how to do this on their own. And then they're like, oh, honey, let me do that for you. (laughs) So true. Right? It's really true. It's like we're emotional roller coasters. Yeah, it's us, not them. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, that's actually not true. (laughs) I think it's a little bit of both. A little salt and pepper, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think there's some beauty behind that. I don't know. It's It's a bit odd. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you have found, like, have helped you? Well, I think for me, mostly I... I honestly feel like this. Number one, I've always like been super grateful that I have lived in a neighborhood where the carpool is awesome. Yeah, you have a great have, neighborhood. Yeah, like that. I don't know what I would have done without the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But b- besides that, it's about finding a good morning routine. I have failed a lot. So my kids are older now. So I have four and um, they're 22, 21, uh, 17, and 15. Gosh, I'm like dying. But um, but and they my two oldest boys were sports fanatics since they were age three. And so I would literally tell the coaches, like, if you want my son, they ended up being really good at their sports. And so if they like were chosen in like the little leagues and stuff, I'm like, let me tell you a little bit about me. <laughs> the coaches, I literally one day just want to go up to all the coaches and be like, I'm so sorry you had to deal with me. But 
they, I just said, if you want my boys to play on your team, I'm going to tell you right now, like I'm a, I have my own store. I have my own clothing store. I have very odd hours. Like, um, you know, my first boys, uh, their dad wasn't always involved in the very, like, I don't know, probably he moved back to California. I'm from California originally. And once we got divorced, um, he was kind of in and out of the, the States. So anyways, he wasn't always around to Mm -hmm. help. And even when he was, he got remarried and had two kids with them. And so he, he, he had a lot going on on his plate. It's not that anyways. So I just said, I, I made it clear. I just said, look, my sons want to play, but like, I'm going to need your help. So I asked for the coach's help. And so that some of them were awesome. They would come and pick them up. Mm-hmm. Plus having two of them playing sports and I'm working and I had the two little ones on top of that. Like it just became super problematic. So the routine of us being able to know exactly where we're supposed to be, when we're supposed to be there and then asking for help. I think as mothers, it's very sometimes difficult because we feel like we should be able to do it all yeah, or we should be able to handle it all. And that's just not the case. And Mm -hmm. I think when we, like as Michelle would say, when we lean into that, anytime I have a problem, she's like, lean into it, Jen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm taking like, but like, when we really do lean into it and let go kind of our ego and pride a little bit of doing it all and being able to do it, it's like, I don't know what's wrong with our brains, but some, and the guilt, um, you'll find yourself being able to be overly happy because your kids will be happier because they're able to really do things without you feeling like, oh, well, I don't want to have to ask this person or this person or, but sometimes if they want to play the sports, they're going to have to realize that mom or dad yeah. may not always be there and they're going to have to find a right. Like asking for help is probably the best tip you could give, but yeah. it's the hardest one yeah. as moms to actually apply. It really is because you want to be there for everything. Yeah. And as working moms, I think like you feel bad because like for me, like I was the provider of the home. Um, so, I, you know, I was single for just a little bit and then got remarried and for a long time, um, and then I got divorced again. We'll get over that. That's a whole nother show. Um, <laughs> Can't wait for that one. I know. Um, but yeah, like, so I think that um, being able to sit down and really realize that it's okay, that more people actually win when you're not doing it all. Yeah. It's, it's so true. That's really, really good advice. Yeah. And being okay with it. Yeah. I think one thing I will also say around that is like kids are like, they can pick up on our energy. Oh, so they are so dialed into our energy when we actually think that we are present and like listening, they know when Mm -hmm. we're BSing them. Oh yeah. And so it's so interesting because our kids just want us. They want us to show up and be present for them. Yeah. And if that means like asking for help from the coaches or asking for help from the neighbors Mm -hmm. so that you can like really be present for them, Mm -hmm. like your kids would be like, yes, mom, do that. Like nobody would ever tell you not to, because that's really what these kids need now more than ever too, because everyone's so distracted. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many things like, you know, pulling us away from the things that really matter. Yeah. And, um, like um, really having specific present time with your, 
children yeah is what's going to make them feel supported and loved and that you are there and that's really hard to do when you have you know a job and and three other kids and you're trying to stay yeah. on top of everything so right. so don't feel bad for for asking for help i love that michelle cuz it's so true and like you would rather have asked for help so that you could stay present in your meeting than taking your meeting in Zoom, in the car, as you're picking them up, trying to be like, be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> Just get your stuff. You forgot your damn shoes again. You know, <laughs> like, and trying to deal with that because you couldn't have let go of possibly just asking for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you wanted to be there because that's something that's important to you. Or you, and I will say, yes, it is important to your kids, but I'm going to tell you today, right now that my the two that have gone out of the home already have already come back to me and said mom i have learned so much from watching you work so hard and um my work ethic because i I just want to make this clear a lot of moms have a lot of guilt and i did too Mm -hmm. but my work ethic comes from watching you and Mm -hmm. i want to say thank you And so for me, that was a big eye opener. And I wish I could shout it out to all these moms of the world because I thought I was harming them somehow or they weren't getting something Mm -hmm. from me because my brain was always in two different places. But what they were doing was watching me. And I, so as I'm sitting there crying sometimes at night or while I was in Peru, like my daughter called me and said she made her own mac and cheese at age like eight. And I remember crying. (laughs) in the alleyway in the middle of Cusco and so I'm like oh my gosh and the woman uh, that was there with me reminded me how awesome it actually is for these kids to learn things and as I traveled the world like I'd seen kids that were younger than my kids who were literally babysitting even smaller kids and and bringing in hay on their back and like also like knitting at the same time as they walk (laughs) I'm like, and I'm upset yeah, that my a, kid made mac and cheese. Yeah. Wow. Perspective. Perspective. So I would think, you know, really digging deep of the, um, you know, letting you guys know that your kids are going to be okay if you ask for help. Yeah. And I think like what leads is a good segue into the next thing I really wanted to bring up what? is like just how you said it's so easy to feel guilt for like not maybe being there for the things you think. But I think that I have found too, is like now that Brielle is 17 years old, like I find myself having guilt for not being more strict. Yeah. It's easy for us to be like when we have our kids to want to be happy and have fun conversations. And when you are with them, you want it to be these like beautiful moments of bliss and like learning. And it's just, the problem is, is like, these kids know how to manipulate us. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they, so got out of these like, days. It is so insane. Yes. And I think it's one of the best tips is like have boundaries and stick to them. Like make it so easy for them to understand these are the rules. This is the curfew. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen if you don't do these things. Mm-hmm. These kids need structure and they need guidelines mm-hmm. and they need to know the consequences and you have to follow through with those things because like if not they will never take you serious they will take advantage and manipulate mm-hmm. and they'll be you know 18 years old and look at you like 
Well, it brings more balance. Yeah, and it's it creates structure for the whole household. Yes. And when you have like these consistent set of rules that everyone understands and everyone agrees to, and maybe even you write a contract out. Like I've had with Brielle, like her dad and I like made her sign a contract around like screen time and her curfew and, you know, all of these things, you know, and if you do not do these things, then we are taking Snapchat away. Yeah. We are taking, you know, and then you have to follow through with it. So yeah, it has, it creates more structure for them and it makes it a lot easier to parent. And it's almost like, it's so easy to make the rules, but I'm going to tell you who like raise your hand, like who has the hardest time making sure it's almost harder work <laughs> keeping the rules. It is because like literally this just happened to me. It was just like, you have to be home at a certain time, you know, he's 17. And I, but for me to go to bed at night, because I am a single mom, like they have to be at a home at a time because I have to go to bed and yeah. I don't want kids going in and out because I have to have the doors locked mm-hmm. and all the things, you know, I have structure. Well, yeah, it's just like he, he missed the timing cause he had to give a friend a ride home. It was only like eight minutes. You guys would think, Oh my gosh, Jen, get over here. So that was eight minutes. But for me, it's because he had pushed the envelope like 800 times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Because why? Because I was tired. I didn't want to deal with it. I wanted to go to bed. I just, I would like text his dad and be like, you know, can you call your son and help, you know, help me yeah. out? Like I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. It's so hard. It's even harder to keep that structure. But you will look back and yeah. be so like, I will say, Jen, I remember when we first started working together and we were on the golf course and like, you are usually like, so like golf is your favorite thing in the whole world. So yeah. you're like, like if, if someone's going to call you for you to answer the phone while you're golfing, it's got to be serious. <laughs> That's true. And I remember one of your kids, I think it was Taylor. Um, maybe it was Charlie. One of them like didn't take the garbage out. It's Charlie. <laughs> God bless him. You know? I remember you being so specific and so stern and so like, no, you are grounded. You did not take the garbages out Yeah, and you are grounded. And I remember yeah. being like, uh, okay, Jen. I like, know. I'm like, at first you're I like, know. oh, this is just the garbages, babe. Calm down. And yeah. you're like, no, 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 no. This is, this is consistency. This is boundaries. And, yeah. and you had explained to me how it was this thing that you needed to really yeah. trust him to do it. And the trashes were piling up, Michelle. Yeah. The trash I bags just- were <laughs> Piling up at the side of the house because no one kept forgetting to take out the trash can. And since then, I yeah. have observed you have multiple conversations with all of your kids around things that they, like, you need yeah. to walk walk the dog. Like, I'm just impressed with how you, um, again, having one child, I feel like it is, um, and listen, Brielle is. As, she's getting checked she, every minute right now. Like, holy <laughs> hell, kid, figure it out, literally. Because Michelle is always the best. Gosh. Um, like with Brielle. She's a full-time job, but. Um, no, I just have to give you a shout out because I think that is something that you've been really good at. And I wasn't though. I wasn't good at it. I'm not going to lie because I, I've had it. And I think as they always say, the best teacher and the best leaders, they lead by example or they teach by example. It's not always the ones that can sit there and tell you what to do Mm -hmm. as they show you. And I think for me, and this is a a different podcast that I would love to hit on one day with Michelle too, because she's so insightful with this stuff, but I've had it. I, me, I've had to make the boundaries for myself mm-hmm. so that they can see like, yes, you know what I'm saying? Because yes. I wasn't always that way. And I think it really did 
kind of let my kids know that, oh, I can kind of get away with anything, you know, because yeah. I would kind of just show that as an example myself. And I wasn't keeping timelines and I wasn't keeping in within my own boundaries or creating boundaries for myself. And I think that in itself in my thirties, like really had to come to light mm -hmm. to myself. So anyways, yes, I got really stern on them because I was like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like I've had it, you know? Yeah, and you know what? Your kids respect you yeah. more when you do that. I've even had Brielle tell me, like, I think that it was around, um, maybe her, uh, social media time usage. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember when we were in the thick of it, when she was like 14 years old and like all sorts of stuff going on on social media. And I remember her later, like a few years later saying like, thank you so much for like, I'm so glad that you care enough that you would put these like restrictive time yeah. frames on me being on social media. Like she eventually, like she eventually was like, thank you for doing that. Yeah. I needed you to do that because, yeah. and I'm like, I need you to do that for me. Yeah. You're like, actually, can we? <laughs> no, we actually like, around? no, truly like two days ago, she's like, mom, I need you to put some screen time limits on my phone. I'm like, I'll do yours if you do mine. So you can pick my password. I'll pick your password. Like, I love that. It's true. Like, and That's you do, amazing. just like you said, have to be an example of it. And yeah. when we are the ones on our phone all the time, on our computer all the time, you know, phone calls, answering, like that is, they are picking up on that yeah. and they are observing it and they are not only feeling like they aren't as important as what it is you're doing, but mm -hmm. then they learn those bad habits themselves. Right. So boundaries are huge, yep. you know, so we've got like asking for help and then I, I, I'm, and I wrote it down as, uh, boundaries, creating boundaries over guilt. And mm -hmm. I think that that's really key to take away is that create the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like Michelle said, stay consistent, even though it sucks. And I'm totally with you on that because it's exhausting. And then, and then let go of what, like, I know, like the guilt that comes with it and like. You know, I see a lot of parents be like, come on, parents, is, is my child the only one that doesn't have a cell phone or something, you know, or, yeah. or this app or, or TikTok these days? Like, I always see people say that. And I'm like, calm down, Gina. Like, everybody's <laughs> down, different. Gina. Just teach your kid the way you're going to teach them. And don't worry about everybody else's yeah. kid. And you know what's interesting, too, is like each child is different. Right. And it's funny how like one child might need more of something while the other doesn't. Yeah. And like just to be totally candid, like Brielle and I are so close and I know her well enough Yeah. Um, to know that like certain things that she's gotten away with, like are probably, like, I don't even, I'm, I don't even feel comfortable talking about it openly because, well, it's actually not true. It's not that big of a deal, but one time I caught her sneaking out. Yeah. And Been there, Brielle, <laughs> I'm like, Oh sister, did you forget that we have cameras everywhere? Oh, yeah, and right. I'm like, I'm not dumb, mm -hmm. but this is what, um, I really grappled with the next day is okay. Um, I don't like that she that she left the house and didn't tell me. Right. But I also know where she went, and she went for a good reason, and she was there with good kids. That I think, and and at this point in, in time, I was just happy that she was able to have some social interaction because mm -hmm. she had been very isolated. Oh, okay. With COVID, with you know, we have her homeschooling right now. Oh, okay. Like I have been concerned about the lack of social interaction she's having. Sure. <laughs> and so it was like this battle in my head of like, okay, I should ground her. She's in big trouble. She, you know, and, but then I was like, but I'm also like, okay, wait, she's a responsible kid. And right. she, um, you know, she, I'm not worried about her like drinking or she's not doing any of that stuff. So 
I just, the next day was like, maybe I should let this fly. And instead of just like not bringing it up, I sat her down and I said, hey kid, I know you snuck out last night. Right. And here's the deal. Yeah. I trust you, but like nothing good happens after midnight. Yeah. And you know, I didn't ground her. Okay. I had a really mature, like, and she's very mature. So I was right. able to say like, you know, if you really feel strongly that you need to be somewhere in the middle of the night, just text me, yeah. send me a text, Right. come like, let me know where you're going. Let me know what's going on. Right. Like be respectful of the fact that if I woke up in the middle of the night and you were gone, I would be calling the police and yeah. it would be bad. Right. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is, you know, know how to parent that child and know that like some things that work for one child aren't going to work for another. It's so true. And, and sometimes that's difficult when you're trying to create boundaries in a household. Yeah. But I think that there are certain situations where it's like, okay, maybe... I need to approach this a little differently. Agreed. I agree 100% because I think, I mean, I feel like that's a whole show in itself is like how to parent kids differently and not, and not bring Pat. This was, you know, if you have multiple kids, you know, like, you know, one kid who's sneaking out 24 seven, the other kid might not, but you're like, because you've been triggered by all of the other kids mm-hmm. and what they've done, you kind of pass that on mm-hmm. and that's not right. You have yeah. to parent them all differently. And yeah, I feel like that, that, oh, we could dive into that for I a know. while. It's just, yeah. I'm telling you kids these days are like their own unique soul. They're their own. They always have been, but I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. it does feel like, you know, we're everyone, we're all dealing with different issues. Like you know, these, some kids are really struggling right now in school. Right. Some are really struggling with anxiety. Yeah. Some are really struggling with friendships and some are really kind of going down the path of like vaping and, and yeah, you know, drinking. And it's like, they all have their own, it's like, we all have our own anxieties around different things. It feels like, and it's just such a hard time to, to navigate that as a parent, especially when we have our own anxieties. It's just like, it's like learning how to just like, manage everyone in our life and figure out the right way to to like manage everyone's anxiety feels like that's a full-time job it is and quite frankly like <laughs> it's just a work in progress like in in letting it go all the time like because you're not going to get it right yeah like I shouldn't say you're not gonna get it right like chances are chances that, are like you're not gonna always yeah there's you're no not gonna perfection be perfect, yeah. in parenthood in parenthood right and so yeah that 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 to me is like a whole nother show of like figuring out what works and how it can work with you too. Like for example, like we talk about structure, like another thing is, you know, obviously my schedule isn't crazy, mm-hmm. but the kid's schedule is crazy. Yeah. So another thing that really works for me is making sure that I, which was very hard for me because this is not my personality type, but becoming structured with a list. So, and, and like, the time the door front door closes on the weekdays or 1030. So you better not be late because at 1030, like my, I had, I have had to become a list person. I've had to, um, you know, be able to come up with a structure. So like everyone knows what time they, you know, they have to be where they have to be. Otherwise it's chaos. Yeah. And then you, and what happens is, is when there's chaos, you just want to quit your job. Yeah. Because you're like, I got to get my, because they're yeah. number one, yeah. right? Yeah. I just got to get my kids. But like for me, you know, this is how I feed my family and this is how we pay our mortgage. And so I can't just quit. Yeah. So I had to de- 
deep down inside become a structured list person. And that has been <laughs> hail on earth. But it's funny now because I look back because I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 42 now and my kids are older, but literally it was struggles for five years. I want to say like it was hard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Lists are easy for some and some have to like live off of them. And now I get it because I actually, when I don't have it, I feel chaotic, but that was helpful for me to be like, I have to schedule in my meditation. I have to schedule in my workout time. Yeah. Jen Clyde, you do. And here's the thing, not just once, not just twice, every freaking day. This is exhausting. So I made it my point to do it every Monday morning. And I would, you know, I played around with my phone so that, you know, you, you can have that do not disturb or whatever. Mm-hmm. And before we had that, I just didn't look at my phone, but it is so crucial. It makes me feel so happy inside. And I'm not usually that type of person. So I think you have to have that to have balance. And, and I'm saying like scheduling in even phone yeah. calls. Which is so funny because especially as an entrepreneur, like when you don't have consistency in your life and as being a hairdresser, it's, it's the same thing. Like you don't have a reliable source of income every week. Like you don't have job security, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you really have to f- find a way to budget. Mm-hmm. But I will say like, you just, when you're living that way and parenting, like you don't even have the bandwidth mm-hmm. to even stop and think like, oh, maybe I should find a different system to manage my life. Like yeah. you can't even think about that until like, it's so interesting. Like every spare second you have is going to like, running the household, helping yeah. with the kids, getting stuff done yeah. at work, showering. Like, yeah. and so that is, a that's when it becomes a problem when yeah. you really don't even have the bandwidth to even think like about creating these systems that might work more efficiently for your life, for your kids, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so, um, it's like, that's where you go and you ask for help. Like you might need to ask your neighbor to watch your kids for two hours while you sit through. Right. Like, like what in my life is not being managed correctly? Yeah. And what do I need? That's the thing I really got caught up in is like, oh, this is how so-and-so does it. This is how Laura does it. This is how Jen does it. Oh, this my is God, how, I'm so glad you brought that up. You know what I mean? So like, true. this is what works for them. And I would always take it on. And it wasn't until like the last year where I've really had to be like, okay, this is what how my brain works and Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly linear where I have to like this has to happen first then that and then this and then that and then when I get a list that's too long I get overwhelmed and I won't do any of it yeah and so yeah be realistic with your list I had to start time chunking yeah and like okay from six to eight it's workout coffee yeah you know at from eight to ten it's shower you know meditate whatever yeah from and then and then it leaves it, it leaves space for me to be a little bit more flexible, mm-hmm. but then, um, it, I found that that worked for me. Right. And so it was like, it's like, I wish everyone could just take a few hours, you know, of their life and look and say like, what systems seem to be the most helpful for me? Like, is it writing things down? Is it putting it in a, you know, the reminders app on my phone is like one of the most utilized apps. I love the reminders app. Oh, I, you know, I don't know where I'd be. Like, do you need to hire an assistant? Maybe well, you need an assistant, yeah. you know, like, but some people can't. Yeah. So Surrey becomes your assistant. Yeah. She but some mine. people can, yeah. and they just don't think they need one. Right. When the truth is you need one. And guess what else I learned through my therapist? Tell me. Oh my Actually, gosh. she's my life coach. My tell, life coach, Sally. I'll me. never forget this. She's like, it's okay 
that you don't want to do certain things. Like there's certain things I remember thinking like, for example, like I don't like doing the things you like to do, Jen. Like you're so good on social media. Thanks, buddy. And you're so good at posting and you're so good at all those things. And I remember talking to Sally and being like, I need to be better at this. I need to want to do this. Why don't I want to do this? And she's just like, it's okay that you don't want to do it. That's such good. And it was like, wait, it is? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's okay. But once you acknowledge that and stop fighting against it, then it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe I need to hire someone. And then I hired Chelsea as an assistant to help me with all sorts of things. And I let go of the reins so that you can really kind of do the things that you're so good at and that you love to do. So sometimes it really is just like, is it freeing? It's freeing. Good. I want everyone to hear that. It's It's freeing. freeing. Cause I, I feel the same way about certain things, but honestly it's freeing. Yeah. And I think that people are worried, right? Yeah. I mean, I do, I get worried. Like mostly as being an entrepreneur, like I'm not good at making sure everything's paid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I need, I'm not see, either. Thank goodness we I know, have Brandy. We have, yeah, I was going to say, we have somebody who takes care of that for us. Yeah. Like a CFO, like type vibes, like, uh, you know, um, anyways, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that Michelle's right. And I love the fact that it's, if you can really dig deep and journal it, however you want to come up, but like, and also somebody told me, what do you get like most compl- or complimented on? What do you, people come? compliment you most on like mm-hmm. at a, in a workplace mm-hmm. like what do you strive at like what do you what do you you know gravitate to and and really focus and hone in on those things um because it really does help you live an overall happier life when you let go of all the other crap yeah if you can some people are going to be in a in a working environment that perhaps maybe you know it's a transition it's a something i don't know but you're you know just Wearing lots of hats. Yeah, wearing lots, lots of, of hats. Yeah. And, and know that the stress is, you know, is there. But if you learn how to become, like, and you establish a system that works for you and your kids and family, mm-hmm. 100% peace right there in your life. But it is a working, um, evolving thing. I think figuring out a system just, like, in a business, <laughs> even though, like, my kids are always like, Mom, we're not a business. But... There's been times where I'm like, okay, you guys, I've implemented a system. So when whoever gets the last toilet paper off the, you know, the thing, there's a button right here, an Amazon button for the, the Charmin's, you know, and you hit it so that then we have time. No way. Oh yeah. I had, I would have never, That's le- cool. I would have never learned that in my head. I, I guess maybe, but I, because I've worked in so much product development and they're system people, system people. And I, again, I want to relay I did not grow up as a system human being. My system was like, we're going to go to the beach today and go thrift shopping. Like there was no system. Right. I never gravitated to systems. In fact, they gave me anxiety and fear because I was not good at them. So establish a system. Yeah. Even if you're not good at it, just learn it and get, you know, ask for help. Um, read some really great books. I did a ton of book reading, like Dare to Lead because I was in this leadership role and, um, you know, uh, what was that other one I really loved? Um, something. The high five. Oh yeah. I did write that down. Um, the high five habit has changed my entire life. And I want to do a whole podcast just on that. Like, I'm not kidding you. Developing habits will change your good habits will change your (laughs) life. Yeah. It has changed my life as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a partner in my relationships, as a friend. Yeah. Like, I'm, I kid you not, one of the best books. 
uh, by Mel Robbins changed my life. I love it. Yeah. So establish a system, uh, ask for help and create boundaries without guilt. And I think if there was what one more, I would say create, um, dates with your kids. Oh, I love that. Because, um, and if your kids are like, cause some kids are going to love it. Right. And you're going to bond with some kids mm-hmm. more than the other kids. Like mm-hmm. you'll have more in common. Um, there's some kids that, you know, I don't like, I'm always like, good gracious. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to sit there and play video games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I've had sporty kids that I'm like, I can take them to go golfing and we have a bus, but one kid likes to make music and, and play video games and stuff. Well, how do I bond with that? And so he loves food. So it was more of like, let's go. Th- it can be this small thing. Yeah. Like, I know you're tired, but like, let's go, you know, get ice cream and French fries through the drive-thru. And it's literally 20 minutes, you know, every week that you have with them. It's a great tip, Jen. I yeah. love that. So yeah, establish like a date calendar with each kit. I love it. And, and schedule it and get yeah. it. Cause that's the thing is when you're so busy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you have to schedule it in the calendar or, or it won't get done. So yeah. Anyway, we want to know your tips. We want to know what you guys do to balance your life Yeah. while, you know, parenting, whether you're working in or out of the household. I love that. Mm-hmm. Jen. Yeah. Please share. And I want you to know that you time is okay. And it has to happen. It's just like the airplane mask. Like you've got to put it on yourself first. I know you hear this probably in every damn book, but I just want to remind you at the end of this podcast, like put the mask on first, Mm -hmm. provide yourself with learning material. Like by, you know, if it's self-help, if it's a life coach, if it's, if it's working out, like, you know, whatever it may be for you to feel good in a day, mm-hmm. please implement that. Even if you have to get up earlier or stay up later, like implement it because you will never be the best you can be if you're not loved and taken care of first. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That. I just never did that before. So I would say. I'm really, I love that. Yeah. <sighs> okay guys. That was good, Jen. Good tips. Good, Michelle. I love you. And good luck out there with your children and, and working. Yeah, and you badasses. guys, we're rooting you on. We are cheering for you. We're proud of you. Um, and share the tips. We would love to hear more. We really would. And quite frankly, we should talk more about work stuff and business. So if you have any like subjects that you want to know more about, um, since Michelle and I have done multiple businesses and been working moms, please leave your questions. Yeah. And we'll try to answer them on our Instagram. Love it. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.